Hello, and welcome to the weekly sermon podcast of Harvest Church here in Elk Grove. We're excited to have you join us as we share God's message of hope and love. Each week, we bring you a new message from our pastors and guest speakers designed to inspire, uplift your spirits, and challenge you. Whether you're listening on your commute, at home, or on a walk, we hope these messages will bring you closer to God and help you on your faith journey. So without further ado, let's listen in. God is so good. The title of my message this morning is called Gathering the Harvest. Look at your neighbor say, Gathering the Harvest. Gathering the Harvest is our theme for 2024, and this is, I want to talk to you for a few moments if you give me permission about the future. Is that okay? Can we talk about where we're going? Can we talk about what God is doing? Can we talk about what's going to happen in this state in the name of Jesus? Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, there's electricity in this room today. Amen. Come on, look at somebody next to you. Say, tell the haters they can't have their way today. Amen. Come on, tell, tell them the haters can't have their way today. Come on, somebody. Because God is in the room and he's going to do what only he can do. Praise the Lord. I'm feeling good this morning. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Last week, I saw a post online on Harvest Church's uh, uh, social media that said that this church is different. And you know what? I want to acknowledge that that statement is very true, that this church is very different. In the past 33 years of the history of Harvest Church, we've had three chapters that have defined who Harvest Church is. The first chapter was awesome. It was Pastor Scott Hagen. He is the founder. Amen. Come on, let's give him a hand clap. Thank you, Lord. And Pastor Scott Hagen had a vision to build a multicultural church in Elk Grove, California. Well, I want to let you know that vision has come to pass. I want to call uh, Harvest Church, a.k.a. the United Nations, here in, in Northern California. is the most ethnically diverse church in all of the Assemblies of God in Northern California. That's what one of the district uh, officials told me. I said, oh, my goodness. And his impact, now you, you can look at this, his impact was the foundational impact. Everyone say foundational impact. And then Pastor, chapter 2 was Pastor Perry Kelevig. He was the stabilizer, amen? Come on, let's give Pastor Perry. He was the stabilizer. He paid off the building. He stabilized the church financially, amen? That was a big deal because now we're able to launch into the future doing things that we could not have done had Pastor Perry not stabilized the church. And his impact was an internal impact. He stabilized internally to make sure that everything inside the house was stable and sound. But chapter 3 is John Smith. Amen. In my assignment, I am the expander, amen? And my assignment from God is to expand the reach of Harvest Church into the city, into Sacramento County, and the region, uh, this, uh, this region, and the glory of God around the world. And my impact will be an external impact, amen? 
So Pastor Scott had a foundational impact. He laid the foundation. Pastor Perry had the internal impact. He stabilized the church and the ministry. And I will have an external impact where we spread out what God has been doing for the last 33 years and throughout, throughout this entire region. All three of us have completely different assignments and roles during our administrations. Harvest Church was different when Pastor Perry took it over from Pastor Scott. And, pa and Harvest Church will be different as I've taken it over from Pastor Perry. But I want you to understand that all of us have been significant in our assignments and responsibilities that God's entrusted us with. God didn't ask me to lay the foundation. He asked Pastor Scott to lay the foundation. God didn't ask me to stabilize. He asked Pastor Perry to stabilize. God didn't ask Pastor Perry or Pastor Scott to expand. He's asked me to expand. Amen? But I don't expand if there's no stability. And there is no expansion if there isn't a foundation. So every piece has been a necessary part of the history and the assignment of each leader. And see, I need to set that context important because people were like, well, Pastor Perry didn't do what Pastor John did. He wasn't called to do what I did. And he didn't do what Pastor Scott did. He wasn't called to do what he did. And Pastor Scott didn't do what I did because he wasn't called to do what I'm called to do. Amen? Each one of us had a specific assignment in the specific season in the specific era of the history of Harvest Church. And God anointed each one of us for that assignment. I'm not anointed to lay the foundation of Harvest, but I am anointed to expand the foundation of Harvest into all of California and around the world. Amen? Praise the Lord. See, because when you begin understanding who people are, then you can appreciate them for what they did. Oh, that was a mic drop right there. When you understand who people are, then you can appreciate them for what they did. I don't know how many, I know many of you are reading the Bible, but when Jacob speaks over his 12 sons and then he speaks over his two grandsons, he gave each tribe a specific assignment that they were going to be within the nation. He didn't give Joseph's assignment to Reuben. He didn't give Reuben's assignment to Judah. He didn't give Judah's assignment to Issachar. He said, each one of you have a specific assignment that your tribe will play in the nation of Israel. And if you are faithful making your impact, then God will receive all the glory. Amen. Amen. So this morning, I want to talk to you about the direction we're going in in 2024. And as I shared, our theme for this year is gathering the harvest. Look at your neighbor and say, we are gathering the harvest. As you can see, we have our nice new banners up. If you can look to the left and to the right, we have our banners for this year. Or if you drove up on the grounds from the front of the building, you may have seen the gathering the harvest uh, banner on the building. And I want to talk to you about our responsibility to our community, the community of Elk Grove and to Sacramento County. So let's talk about that this morning. Look at your neighbor and say, we have to be responsible. 
Matthew 28, 18 through 20 says this. These are our biblical responsibilities from the word of God that the church should be carrying out. Number one, Jesus said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. He said, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. Let me pause right there. Jesus said that the church is supposed to go and make disciples of all nations. Sacramento County is one of the most ethnically diverse counties in the entire United States of America. So the nations are surrounding us, and we have a responsibility to get outside of the building and reach the nations that's at our front door with the gospel of the kingdom of God. Amen? And Jesus said, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. The Lord promised to be with Harvest Church if we would carry out our responsibility and assignment to preach the gospel to the nations and make his name known throughout this region. Amen? Acts chapter 1, verse 4 says this. Jesus told his disciples, he said, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you've heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Verse 8 says this, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And here's the main part. He said, and you will be my witnesses. Who are the witnesses? We are. He empowered his church to be his witness in the earth. But he told them, do not go forth to be my witness until you have been empowered to be the witness. Oh, somebody missed that. He said, be my witness in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. That is a specific geographical location. But metaphorically, it also determines wherever we live. There is a Jerusalem here in Elk Grove, and Elk Grove is our Jerusalem. Our Judea is Sac County in Northern California. Our Samaria is the West Coast, and the othermost parts of the world is the othermost parts of the world. Amen? So we have a responsibility of starting from our home location and expanding out the impact of the gospel of the people who we're called to reach. We're not supposed to go to the far ends of the earth and reach them and leave our Jerusalem alone. No, Jesus says start in your Jerusalem and then expand out to the rest of the earth. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Number three. Luke chapter 24, 46 through 49. This is Jesus speaking. He said, this is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and raise from the dead on the third day. This is the resurrection. And repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to where? All nations, beginning in Jerusalem, our location where we are, we are currently at. And he said, and you are witnesses of these things. And he said, I'm going to send you what my father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. Now, there's a specific point that I want to make to you that we need to understand of how God operates. One of the things that I've come to realize is that many times the people of God miss how to partner with God because they don't understand the nature and the ways of God. 
Amen? If we understand how God operates, then we can have a partnership, and that partnership in our lives will produce exponential increase, impact, and results. I want you to understand that God has called your Christianity to be an impactful Christianity. He doesn't want you to go through the motions. He wants everyone around you to be impacted by your relationship with the resurrected Christ. Can I get a good yes and amen? Why was Jesus making such an emphasis of the Holy Spirit? Oh, well, let me rewind. Why are we as a church making such an emphasis of the Holy Spirit baptism? The 12 guys whom Jesus commissioned to preach the gospel to the nations of the world were not released to carry out their assignment until they were filled with the Holy Spirit as recorded in Acts chapter 2. Jesus did not release them to do what they were called to do until he empowered them to do what he called them to do. Amen? Hallelujah. In Matthew 28 and Luke 24, they had the commission, but they did not have the power yet to carry out the commission. I'm going to let that sink in for a second. Jesus commissioned them, but they had not been empowered to carry out the commission. And he said, when you have been empowered for the commission, then it's now time to go out and preach the gospel. What have we been doing in 2023? We have been trying to get as many people here at Harvest Church empowered so that in 2024, we can go out and carry out the commission that the Lord has given us. Without having the power of the Holy Spirit, it's like having a vehicle with no engine. Look at your neighbor and say, you can't go nowhere. And without the engine, you can't go nowhere. I've tested and tried it for 30 years. I always look to make sure the engine's in my vehicle and I can drive around everywhere I go. <laughs> Praise the Lord. This is a little bit of Assembly of God history. The Assemblies of God, which we are part of, is the largest mission-sending organization in the entire world. I don't know if you knew that, but the Assemblies of God sends out more missionaries to preach the gospel around the world than any other organization on the planet. Why is that so? Why is that a big deal, Pastor John? Because when the founders of the Assembly of God in 1914 decided that they were going to focus— um, they decided that they were going to focus the assemblies of God to send the gospel to the nations with the power of the Holy Spirit. And just like the first century church did in the book of Acts. And because of that, God has backed whatever is in alignment with his word. Amen. The Assemblies of God is not the largest missions organization because they made a decision. They are the largest missions organization because they did it the way that God designed it to be done in the Bible. At any point, if the Assemblies of God said, we want to do our own thing, God says, anoint and come on back here to heaven because they're not deserving of it. Hey, I'm telling you. He said, but because they want to send forth the gospel with the power of the Holy Spirit, now, biblically, I am obligated by my covenant and my promises to back them and cause them to have success wherever they send missionaries around the world. Amen? 
Well, I want you to know that if we as a church decide that we are going to go forth throughout Sac County and Northern California in the power of the Holy Spirit and preach this gospel, then that means that tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of people around California must be saved because God will always back his word. He says he's exalted his word above his name, and he will make sure that his word will accomplish everything that he has sent it forth to do. Amen? That's the reason we're not doing our thing. We're doing God's thing. Amen? Hallelujah. With these facts stated, what is our theme for 2024? We're gathering the harvest. Look at your neighbor and say, we're gathering the harvest. Luke chapter 10 and verse 2 says this, powerful scripture, and this is the scripture that our theme is based on. The Bible says that the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. He says, ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers or to send out laborers into his harvest field. What have we been fasting and praying and preparing all 2023 for? We've been preparing to send laborers into the harvest field of Northern California. Our emphasis will be getting out of the building to reach the lost in Elk Grove in Northern California and around the world. Jesus told us to go, and we have a responsibility to go. Amen. This is one of the reasons why the staff knows this in our staff meetings. We have been retooling and focusing their ministries and their efforts on community engagement and equipping their task force and their boards to reach those who do not know Christ or those who have drifted away. We are going to reach people who have never been reached before. Amen. We're going to touch people who've never been touched before. We're going to minister to people who've never been ministered to before. At my house, we had a garage door issue. One of the sensors was offline, and we called the garage door guy. And this guy was talking about how bad his life was and how hard 2023 was. And I told him, I said, you know, at my church next week, there's going to be a sermon called The Best Year of Your Life. And I don't know, but if you want to have the best year of your life, I want to invite you to Harvest Church this Sunday. Amen. I didn't tell him who the preacher was. I don't think that was necessary. I just said, I know the sermon's happening. I, I pretty much have an inside track. I'm for sure the sermon's going to happen this Sunday. <laughs> but there are people without hope. There are people who are lost. There are people saying, God, if you're real, please. Send me a sign. Let me know that you're real, Jesus. Look at your neighbor and say, you are God's sign. You are God's sign. You are God's sign. You don't have to go to Bible college or seminary to, to say, man, Jesus loves you. You don't have to go to Bible college or seminary to say, hey, I would like to invite you to my church. You don't have to go to Bible college or seminary to say, hey, do you mind if I just pray for you? It's simple. You just have to be God's sign to an unbelieving generation who's desperate to see the living God in 2024. Amen? Praise the Lord. One of the things that we're going to do, and this is going to be a major shift for us, is we are starting with this uh, impact 
on our Easter service. Everyone say Easter service. This year, we have secured Elk Grove Park down the street, and we will have our Easter service outside in the park in 2024. Amen. Hallelujah. If we're going to talk to talk, it's time to walk the walk. Amen. We're stepping out by faith and believing God. Well, Pastor John, what if it fails? You know what? If it fails, we still did what Jesus told us to do. Amen? I'd rather fail being obedient than prosper living in my own flesh and doing what I want to do. Mm. But I don't believe it's going to fail. I believe it's going to prosper. And thousands will be saved. Thousands will be saved. Because we're going to give access to the gospel to thousands. I want you to invite your family members, your neighbors, your co-workers to the park to experience the love and the forgiveness of Christ. And also, we will have donuts, so you may have a couple of extra calories on after the event is over. And finally, I want to talk to you about our 2024, about our reunite. Everyone say reunite. We are reaching those who have been away from the in-person gatherings of Harvest Church, and we are bringing them back home. We are bringing God's children back home to his house on Wednesday nights. Amen? We are bringing God's children home to his house on Wednesday nights. God says, go to the highways and byways and compel them to come into my house that it may be filled. That is in the Gospels. That's in the Scriptures. If you are watching online and you've been wondering, you're saying, I'm, I'm ready to come back to church, I want to give you a personal invitation. We will make a seat for you. We will find a seat for you. If you've been wondering, let me tell you, now is the time. You don't have to think about it anymore. Come back to God's house on Sunday morning and February the 7th on Wednesday nights. It's time for you to reunite and join with what God's going to do. We're going to teach you the word of God. We're going to disciple you and see you grow and mature in your faith. It's time to come back home. So we want to say welcome home. Everybody say welcome home. Amen. The whole church said welcome home. So you have to come now. Amen. Praise God. We are launching our Reunite on Wednesdays, February 7th at 7 p.m. here in the sanctuary. We have a threefold purpose of the Reunite. I want to see everyone in this church grow and mature in your faith so that your life is a reflection of Christ Jesus and that you have a greater impact in every area that God has placed you. We have threefold purpose. Number one is to bring together the families of Harvest Church under one umbrella. We are all coming back under this umbrella, and we are joining together. I, the, the season of silos is over. The season of separation is over. The season of division is over. The season of isolation is over. Now it's time to come together and unify. What made the first century church so effective? They were unified in one purpose, which was to bring glory and honor to Christ and preach the gospel around Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the othermost ends of the world. And God gave that to 12 men, and 12 men touched the entire world with the power of the gospel, all because they were unified. 
You just take a small group of people who are unified and you can have atomic results. We are going to come together in Wednesday nights and God's going to bond us together because we're going to read the word of God together. We're going to study together. We're going to pray together. We're going to, to encourage each other. We're going to build each other up. We're going to speak life to each other. We're going to declare life over each other. We are going to see God strengthen and fortify and minister to this church to the glory of God. Amen. If God be, be for Harvest Church, then who can be against us? If God be for this house, then who can be against us? If God be for this ministry, then who can be against us? That's right. Secondly, we're going to strengthen the people of Harvest Church through the word of God and biblical teaching. We're going to build you up. The word edify, it comes from the word edifice. That means to put one brick upon another. It's the, the idea of building up a house and fortifying it. We're going to fortify each other through the word of God. And thirdly, we're going to discover and prepare individuals at Harvest Church to fulfill the call of God on their lives. Amen. I've said it before, and I'm going to keep saying it until you get sick of me saying it. But we will send missionaries from this house. You all, there are going to be people that's going to say, Pastor John, I'm called to be a missionary. And I'm going to say to them, then we are called to support you as our in-house missionaries to go to the nations of the world and to preach the gospel. Amen. That's why we are developing strategic partnerships. When we went to Spain last year with Pastor Gustavo, because he has been trusted, I've known him for the last 12 to 15 years, so I know his character, I know his heart, I know how responsible he is with the resources that God has entrusted to him. I know the sacrifice that he will pay and the price that he will pay and the way that he will lay down his life so that Jesus will be glorified and the gospel will be preached. And I am believing that there are people from this house that's going to feel the call of God to Spain. And as we develop and we build other strategic partnerships, we're going to be sending our people out to the nations to preach the gospel. And we will back you in prayer and financial support because this house is also supposed to be a house that sends people to the nations. Amen. Hallelujah. We're also going to plant churches in this region. We're going to plant churches in this region. This may be the home base, but we will have many churches in Northern California. That's going to be Harvest Church. And I want to be able to send groups of people, 50, 100 people out with resources and say, go plan the church in Davis. Go plan the church in this area. Go plan the church in that area. We will have churches that we are going to plant and empower and send forth and enable so that the gospel can go forth and communities and cities will know that Jesus Christ is Lord and those churches will be spirit-filled, spirit-anointed, empowered churches that preach the gospel. Amen. <laughs> 2024 is going to be a phenomenal year. And Harvest Church will be a part of the history of seeing Elk Grove become a hub of a move of God that will mightily impact the state of California.
we came to California because God gave us a promise. Because I just want to, I'm just, can I have permission to be 100 right now? All of our friends from Texas, from Florida, from Louisiana, from New York, from other places around the country, they say, you're going to California? Do you know what's happening in California? Do you see what the government is doing in California? Why would you go to California? We said, number one, because God told us to go to California. This is an assignment from God. We didn't come here because we were bored. Don't we? We, we, were, we were having great success where we were. God was traveling past Elizabeth and I around the country and around the world preaching the gospel. We were effective in what we were doing. We had longevity. We were established. But God says, you've completed this season and this assignment. I have need of you in the state of California. Will you and my, will you, will my son and my daughter go to California and bring the power of Pentecost and the outpouring of the Spirit to Northern California? And our answer was, yes, Lord, we will go. We didn't come here just to pastor Harvest Church. We came here to pastor a region. We didn't come here just to pastor Harvest Church. We came to pastor a region because Northern California is going to catch fire and see the spirit of the living God poured out. You're going to see atheists. You're going to see agnostics. You're going to see witches and warlocks. You're going to see people who are anti-Christ. You're going to see people in the transgender and the LGBTQ community come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, and they're going to repent. And they're going to say, I didn't know that he loved me this way. I didn't know he had a plan for me. They, they're going to say we were misinformed. We were lied to. They told us that Jesus hated us. But in reality, Jesus loved us, and he died on the cross for us. And I can't believe that he would forgive me based upon all the sins I've committed, based upon all the things I've done. They are going to experience the living God in the way that is undeniable and unquestionable. We are committed to this. We are committed to this. This isn't lip service. This is a commitment of the life, of the heart, of the call. So as that person put online last week, this church is different. I want to say yes. Yes, this church is different. And we are different because we are going to impact the world for the glory of God. Amen. Altar ministry team, come forth, please. Amen. Twenty twenty four is an exciting year. I want to say to all of you, thank you for your patience. A lot of people are saying we're waiting for to know what you're doing. It takes a lot of planning to revamp and refocus and relaunch, amen? But the whole goal is to make impact. Thank you for listening to our sermon podcast. 
We pray that today's message has touched your heart and encouraged your spirit. We believe that the Word of God has the power to transform our lives and inspire us to be better versions of ourselves. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please share it with your friends and family. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel for more inspirational messages. Until next time, may the good Lord bless you. And we look forward to seeing you at one of our weekend services and sharing with you once again next week.